0: boys summer is officially here dj khaled is dropping his album khaled khaled on friday so i don't know what everybody else is thinking about covid and everything and vaccines well get vaxxed because summer is officially open dj (laughs) khaled doesn't just put out albums for like no reason it's because everything's open so celebrate
1: that's so funny you said that because I was thinking earlier this week like it's almost May like I, we haven't identified any potential songs in the summer yet and then
2: DJ Callen I'll tell you what uh, he did post the tracklist and I saw it just before we hopped on here there's probably four to five songs of <laughs> this summer on this album I'm super excited and it's glad it's like this friday he didn't tease that and it's like oh july 30th and we're like oh come on billy eilish (laughs) like that's that's too much we don't we're in a world now where we don't need the long teases this is hello time to get summer started Uh, i love it got the grill out this week gonna throw that on this weekend thank you Cal. Thank you so much, Dan. Are you allowed to grill at your place? Oh, uh, update. Won't talk about, <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> Hopefully, no one from the homeowners association. Um, is listening. I did, I did, and I didn't hear any complaints. There is some <laughs> ongoing litigation. Let's just say it that way. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wait. Hold on. So, it's really easy to know when someone's grilling. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. the smoke and I is coming off
2: and I your grill, balcony, but, and it's and it's pretty large. So it's there's no there's no hiding it. So there were some. There was a committee put in place to give uh, the HOA not as many, not as much power, and to be able to make rule changes like that. And they haven't reviewed it yet. And we have three HOA committee chairs uh, leaving in June, so I have a feeling that the grilling is here to stay.
1: Oh, that's that's amazing. This is like, you know, Dude, who's I'm, gonna get the most seats in the Senate and the House? And I'm gonna like. tell you
2: what, I watched the HMA meeting last week on Zoom. It was the most ridiculous and childish thing I've ever seen by a bunch of grown ass adults. I should have just recorded it and sent it to you guys because you would have had you would have laughed your asses off. It's insane with these mature adults, how they act like children to each other. No, no, this is my meeting. And I invited you to my meeting. We don't even, you don't even have to be here. I'm the president. Oh boy. That's just a little snippet. That's actually what happened. So Dan, you should be the guy, here, man.
1: You, you remember there was like that guy that got famous because he showed up to like some board meeting and like talked about chicken nuggets or something. Like you yep. should be that guy at the next HOA meeting. Just show up talking about something no, no one else is talking about.
2: I'm I'm ready for that. We need to change things up. We need to stir up in the old committee chair line. And uh, people were talking. People were talking.
0: I that right now. I I can't believe you watched the HOA meeting on Zoom. I always (laughs) it was like a
2: car wreck. I couldn't turn it off. I'm like I did. I have to. I'm. I can't watch this. But I'm like I can't turn away
0: because this is crazy because at my old building because like we didn't own the place that we were in so like we never went to the HOA but there would be huge signs up all over the place anytime they were having one and then they would have like the agenda on the day of and I'm like you guys are all just arguing over stuff that you're never gonna fix I'm like we lived here for two years this never got fixed this never happened like thanks for keeping up on the landscaping but like you guys never built this patio outside that you guys kept saying you were going to but you talk about it every meeting (laughs)
2: That's basically all it is, right? Is like the the most minimal update possible to move it along in the agenda. So it's like, well, last time we gave you this, so we're doing our best. We're doing our best here. No, you're not. No, you're not. Get off the get off the chair. Get off the committee. We don't need you here. It's time. It's time for change. It's time for change. We're making it
0: happen here at our HOA.
2: Freedom to grill. Freedom to grill. I'm gonna have a big
0: flag out. (laughs) From DJ Khaled to grills to HOAs to everything else. What's up, guys? It's the Brunch Breakdown. (laughs) Steady out here in Los Angeles, Chris and Dan newly vaxxed in Pittsburgh right now. So this, this podcast, we're really moving things ahead with DJ Khaled in the vaccine summer that we've got going we on. <laughs> well, today on the show, we're going to be talking uh, the Kentucky derbies this weekend, the draft is coming up this weekend too, and uh, we're going to talk about big events that we want to go to that we haven't been to. And uh also there's a story in coming out of Japan where a dude did some big time scamming and we're going to discuss that. There's a chicken wing shortage, we got mystery twizzlers and what we're listening to, but boys, let's get things started the way we always do. With Brews Day, are either of you drinking is my question. Hell yeah. Okay, Hell I yeah. just didn't, listen, so. I didn't know. I mean, we got vaccines, I don't know. So Chris, get us started, man. Go for it.
1: Okay, boys. Um, this is week five of my power rankings of crappy low-calorie beers, I think. <laughs> is this the fifth one I've done? I don't even know. That sounds right. So I've had so many of them that are that are forgettable it's that I can't so even good. remember how it many of them
0: blend together. This is the, so this is the first week of you saying um, the crappy low-calorie beers. So we, know <laughs> yeah. how, we we all know how this is going. Let's see how that's going.
1: Um, but I have a special one. This one has a, a little regional flavor to it, okay? Because I've done a bunch of the national ones like your, um, your Corona Premier. How do you like that? Um, the, the blue moon, which was the best one that I've had. Um, I did, uh, Michelob ultra pure gold, which was pure trash, but I've got a, I've got a regional treat here. 95 calories, uh, brewed off the tropical shores of the Monongahela river. Uh, today I'm drinking icy oh. light mango. And I will tell oh. you boys. I was, I was a little bit, uh, I felt a little bit left out because last week you had both tried the Pepsi mango and I thought, well, you know, I don't like pop. I don't like soda. I don't want to try that. It's not going to make me feel good. Um, <laughs> it's not to say this is going to make me feel good either, <laughs> yeah. but we're going to do a blind taste test here. Um, I see like mango.
2: Do you have a garbage can near you? Yeah, for real. This is, I mean, you're getting into desperate territory here, friend. That doesn't even taste like beer. That tastes like a,
1: like, like a seltzer. Like it doesn't even taste oh, like beer. It, it tastes really? like a very, like, it's like a very sweet, bubbly liquid.
2: Are you getting oh. mango there? Or is it just like yeah, sweetness?
1: Tons of mango. Yeah. Is
2: it good? Is that a good thing? I don't know.
1: I, so I'm not big on like this really sweet stuff. Yeah. Um, that's kind of, I'm more into like the, like the drier IPAs and stuff like that. Or like a, like a lager. Um, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's very, you you can smell the mango the minute you open it.
2: It's a popular beverage. They've obviously kept that around for a while and it is, it's, it's popular use around these parts. So
1: I've, yeah. I've never had it going down and then coming back out on the back end. It's all, it's all mango. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> if you're looking for like a, 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 a sweet faux beer, I see I say that like mango is only 95
2: calories. So that goes well, with the DJ Khaled, it seems like it's summertime. You just some sweetness, a little mango. Yeah, that could work.
1: 3.8% alcohol. It's fine. Wow. That uh, is low. <laughs> would I choose to drink it ever? No, but like it. So as I'm going through this process, I'm getting I'm more appreciation for the low, low, low calorie beers that actually have taste to them. Because there have been enough of them, like the Michelob Ultras, the Corona Premieres, that just they don't taste like anything. So I, uh, the Blue Moon one was very citrusy, which I appreciate this one. I, It's very sweet. So if you're into sweet stuff, you want a low-calorie beer, it might work out for
0: you. I have a question. 3.8%? Is that the lowest of all the ones that you've had? 3.8% is... <laughs> It's like milk. That's like <laughs> tap water. Yeah, like like.
2: That's like a salad dressing. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, is that
1: mouthwash at this point? Like, yeah. what is three point eight percent? Um, that is a great question. I think i, I, I let, While you guys are doing yours, I will look this up because I, I okay. do not remember what what the lowest cal or the lowest um alcohol percentage was okay
2: and where do you where do you rank that then is that a kind of middle of the road Uh, it's got some flavor but it's a little too sweet maybe middle of the pack for you
1: yeah it's not the 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 blue moon um citrus wheat is still the best one that's still number one um the yingling flight had like a little bit of taste to it this has more taste to it so i guess this would probably be two not because i think it's like outstanding or a taste that i would go for but it has a taste <laughs> um taste. and i just looked it up the lowest that i've had so far uh in terms of abv the Michelob ultra pure gold is 3.2 percent
2: oh my gosh i don't so you and should they, need an id to buy that you
1: shouldn't <laughs> it's a good point you there's really like more shouldn't. alcohol in look cough medicine you buy at yeah. giant eagle
0: i 3.2 percent that's like that just make okay, so then it's not a low-calorie beer anymore because if you're drinking 3.2% beer, you're drinking three of those. Right. Like, off the top. Like, you're drinking three of those. Like, so is it still low-calories if you're – Not if you're, you're trying to get drunk. Se- that's what I'm saying. If you're pounding several of them, yeah, it's like –
1: because like a, Yingling, like a Yingling lager, which is a very accessible beer that I enjoy, I think is like closer to five. It's like 4.5 to five, and that's 130 calories. So it's only 35 more calories per bottle, but you're getting a higher alcohol. You're getting like 1.5 to 2% more alcohol per bottle. Yeah, I, you're right, Didi. You, you'd have to crush so many of these to feel it that you'd taken more calories than you were gonna, if you had something else. It's almost like, what's the point?
0: Because, yeah. you know, I'm not saying everybody needs to go out and get like shit faced every time they drink something, but like you kind of drink for a reason. You want to get like a little bit of like that buzz a little bit, you know what I yeah. mean? If you're going to have a couple beers, but like if you have two of those, it's like most of the beers that I talk about on here are between five and six, most of them, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes up to seven. And it's like, what, what, what are you doing? 3.2%? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Chris, uh,
2: you can put another one on your list if you're looking. I saw this ad, and I was looking it up to make sure I saw what it was is true. Have you heard of Coors Pure Light Beer? Now, the fact that I'm even saying the word Coors makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Um, But Coors Pure Light Beer is organic. It's certified organic. Uh, 92 calories, zero sugar, 3.8 ABV. So, okay. if you're looking for another tasteless <clears> beer, <throat> I assume Coors Pure Light Beer will be, I guess, at the top of that list. Well, <laughs> the other tasteless,
1: but the other Coors products knock it out the park in terms of tasteless. So, I'm sure this one is uh, is right up there. And it's that's right funny, in. like the you said, it's Coors Pure. Yes, because the Michelob Ultra is pure. And they, it's pure gold because it's organic, just like mm. that one, which is like organic beer. Yeah. Who thought we'd be here?
0: <laughs> yeah. Weird. All right. Uh, before we go too far in this podcast, Dan, tell everybody where they can find the Brunch Breakdown.
2: <laughs> uh, my man, there it is. Uh, you can find the Brunch Breakdown. Well, first of all, welcome to episode 50. Did you guys know that? Whoa. My count has
0: been so off. Have you guys noticed how like anytime I send you guys something, my count in the forties has been completely off a little bit. So I think this is 50. I
2: think (laughs) this is 50 of the, of the, of the return of the brunch breakdown. We, I don't know what number we hit last time, but we've hit 50. So welcome to 50, but you can find this and every other 49 other episodes, everywhere you listen to podcasts that includes Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeart Radio, those are coming your way every Thursday morning, ready for you first thing uh, in the morning each and every week. Uh, also, the full video episodes of this podcast that we are for you also available on Thursday noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific. That's on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Those premiere live at that time, available on demand. At any time you'd like to check those out, and of course, we are on social media everywhere at French that's facebook twitter instagram triller and my favorite tiktok
0: (laughs) nice all right well continue on with brews day i got another one from the tyler stash old thunder (laughs) brewing company permanent visitor i love the name of this permanent visitor uh i haven't had this yet but i know it's in blonox and i'm really excited about it so shouts to everybody in blonox had a lot of Just big me. listeners back in the day from Blonox. Love hey, Blonox.
1: I can uh, I can update you. Tyler actually reached out to me via text after last week's episode, and he said, do you have any beer to trade? And I responded to him with some of the beers that I have that I'm willing to trade, and then he did not respond to me. <laughs> so
2: I think I'm shit out of luck in this situation. That's probably a no then. <laughs> You're like uh, a German beer and a uh, Coors Light Light. <laughs> Well, I just got a six-pack of icy light mango, Tyler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Tyler and his uh, amazing wife, Christy, were listening to the podcast and texting me while listening to Bruce Day, and I was telling them, I "Was like, just don't, don't send him any beer. It's funnier this way." <laughs> <laughs> so those were my text messages with those two all right um but yeah it's an ipa and um i don't know what's going on with this yet but they but it, it's 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 gonna be hoppy let's see what happens
2: permanent don't, it
0: won't be overly hoppy i think you'll be surprised it's very rather oh, smooth yeah i'm surprised because it's like what are we at i think it's 7.2 abv but this is pretty good it's like really smooth doesn't yeah. taste hoppy at all it's almost like i'm just tasting a wheat like, I'm just having, like, a wheat beer. Really doesn't taste, almost doesn't taste like IPA at all. This is, it's really good. So, shout to the folks in Blonox, Old Thunder Brewing Company for the permanent visitor. This might yeah. be, I'd make this a permanent visitor in my home. Oh, like there good. you go.
2: They just opened their tap room, I think, last week or this week, and it looks beautiful. They've been doing to-go. their new brewery, and it looks fantastic. So, whenever I take the, buy Yearly trip out to Blonox, um, definitely hit double thunder next time. I'll pick you up some, pick both you up some permanent visitors. Nice,
0: please do. All right, well, Dan, what are you sipping on? Cops well,
2: <laughs> the streak has come to an end. You asked us if either of us were drinking beer, and I, I it's a really, really disappointing no for me. Um, I'm not, not either, able to Dan. It's that. okay. <laughs> is... Just not able to handle that today. But I will tell you about a beer that I had. This weekend at trace brewing, which is another new brewery in Pittsburgh. They're in Bloomfield, which if you've ever been there, prepare to spend a half hour trying to find a parking space because <laughs> it sucks, but there's a lot of great businesses and things like that in Bloomfield. You should called it Boomfield because it's Ayo. booming there. Now it's booming there. Now Chris loved that. <laughs> um, but I had a sour from there called Bloomfield Beach because that makes a lot of sense. Um, that knows anything about Bloomfield, but it was, uh, I'm just referencing the description here. It's a kettle sour uh, brewed with pineapple, tangerine, and prickly pear, which made it very intriguing and not like most other sours. Uh, the tagline for this beer is sometimes a beach is grass and concrete. And certainly in the Pittsburgh region, it's only grass and concrete so uh the bloomfield beach it was super tasty very tropical uh not too overpowering it kind of had that tart sour balance to it uh very smooth uh this was one of my favorite beers i've had in in quite some time especially from a new brewery like trace a lot of people are doing fruited beers a lot of people are doing sour beers and sometimes it's hard to stick out amongst the competition but you throw some prickly pear in there you can get my attention. So the Bloomfield Beach from Trace Brewing was fantastic to have this week. And that'd be a great one to have next weekend with some DJ Khaled and grilling season starting off. So cheers to Trace and cheers to you boys with my
0: big old car here today. Cheers, <laughs> boys. Happy Brews Day. Gotta love it. Well, Dan... Since you aren't participating in Bruce Day, get it off your chest. You go. Gladly. I would love to. Um, Boys, we're
2: in this world still where we're constantly having Zoom meetings for work and things like that. And we've all now been inside each other's homes for over a year. Right. I think people weren't really sure how to interact, how to dress where to be when you first started having these Zoom meetings? You're just maybe you thought you're going to be home for a month, and you don't want to be acting like a slob. Whatever you're on with your boss, your VP, whatever it might be, and I kind of just clean up a little bit. But now it's very clear, and it's been this way, I think, for most people. It's been very clear to me that most people have gotten very comfortable just wearing whatever the hell they want to wear and being comfortable during a Zoom meeting because you're working at home. So we've all seen what we wear when we wake up and probably spend the entire day in um, or just like to be comfortable in. There's no business casual at home. I had a meeting earlier today where I thought, okay, this is a client and, or we're a client of theirs. And I maybe these guys will uh, spiff up just a little bit. No, guys, we a Buccos t-shirt. I'm like, okay, I see where we've come in this process and these meetings that we've had with companies like this. Uh, whether they be internal meetings or especially especially external, that's the one I think people are most fear about is those external meetings because you're representing <laughs> you're representing the company and one of my scooby- doo is don't look so good on uh, Zoom when you're trying to do business with somebody. but I think it's time that we change the work dress cl- dress code. I think we've come too far with this. Um, people are much more comfortable and they're or they're much more productive when they're comfortable. Now I'm not saying roll into the office wearing sweatpants and a baggy t-shirt, probably a little extreme. But I think there's a, a balance there for professional offices to I mean, lose the ties, lose the button-up shirts, lose the sport coats, girls lose the dresses in uh, the blouses. Let's get a little bit more comfortable. And hey, if you have a meeting and you know that going into the day, boom, you prepare for it. Whatnot, we're going to be in a post COVID era. I don't think those improv meetings are going to be happening super often, a little fist bumping, whatever it might be. But I think a little bit more business casual throughout the entire workforce. Some companies and places already have that. And I envy you and I do. But I think it's time we've all seen each other at our worst at this point, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you just don't dress like a slob, just be more comfortable, we'll all be more productive everybody would be happier coming back into the office instead of, wow, I hate coming back into the office, and now I have to dress like this. This sucks. So just wanted to share some thoughts, and hopefully we can change the workplace a little bit moving forward.
1: I, I'm I'm in. Uh, I don't think I'm going back to the workplace. Uh, I think I'm permanently from home, but I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I think I have thought a lot, especially in the summer, about how from – a male's perspective, it feels unfair that women have so many options to wear to the workplace and men, you just have to wear pants. (laughs) And it's (laughs) so damn hot in the summer when it's humid. And like (laughs) where I work, I'm on a college campus and I have to walk like 17 blocks to have a meeting with somebody. Like you don't like showing up to that meeting after you've walked in 90 degree heat in pants. Uh, that's not fun. So yeah, I mean, at least like if you can go onto a golf course and wear like a polo with some like nice shorts, not, not gym shorts, but nice shorts, why can't you show up to the, the workplace that way? Like the golf course is like the, like one of like the, I guess, I don't, I don't know. It's like a fancy casual type of, place to be. And I feel like that it's like more like formal interactions with people. Why can't that be the workplace too?
2: And a lot of places have people do business on the golf course with people, right? Yeah. So you're already yeah. used to that setting just because you're out swinging a golf club. Why can't we do this in the conference room being just as comfortable throwing around a couple of Sammies. And so I see light like mangoes at four 30 <laughs> on a Friday. I mean, <laughs> let's get to the 19th hole, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
0: Icy light mangoes have so little alcohol in them that like you could just have Probably them and, it. in the fridge Probably. at work <laughs> and at I honestly don't Monday. know what's worse if you have like four coffees or if you have a couple right. of icy light mangoes <laughs> I don't know what's worse yeah like please somebody let somebody try this experiment at work and let me know like yeah. I want to know who, what who, which person do you actually want to be around for real <laughs> four coffees or icy light mango but yeah no I, it's funny because I live here so it's a little bit different with the dress code but like it's still a lot of polos. It's still a lot of that, but like, I don't even think you just because of the way that like the athleisure clothes are so much better. Like, you know, everybody's got their like ratty, like jogging pants, but like, get yourself a pair of nice joggers. And that feels so much better to wear at to wear, to work or whatever than like having to put on dress pants every day. Because you're right, Chris, it really is like for dudes. It's just, are, do I really feel like, am I going to wear shorts to work? Like, I guess not. Like, I got this meeting. I guess I've got to wear, you know, I got to wear slacks every freaking day. It's yeah. like, it kind of sucks. So, yeah, I hear and, you.
2: And I'm even in an environment where polos aren't even really okay. And it's like, <sighs> it's like day before a holiday <sighs> or Friday going into a holiday weekend. And so that's another driver. It's like in the summer, yeah, it's long slacks, long, long sleeves. It's just like, come on, you know, at least and give us the option of jeans. If we can't do shorts, let's, let's be progressive. Again, we've all seen that have just woken up and their clothes that they're wearing around the house for the last 12 months. <laughs> We're all comfortable with that. Let's stay comfortable. Let's stay productive. Let's make it happen. Everybody.
0: Oh man. Thank you. Chris, get it off your chest. Okay,
1: guys. I, um, I have a topic that comes with a question for both of you, Uh, but I will start off by kind of foreshadowing the end of this episode when we talk about what we're listening to. Um, One of my favorite songs of all time this past week turned 20 years old. I am talking about some 41's Fat Lip. (laughs) And for God's sake, did that make me feel old as like I can Ooh. vividly remember listening to that album, all killer, no filler. And like it, it shaped a lot of the music that I loved. It shaped a lot of the music um, that Dan, that, that our bands played and, and wrote. And it had me, so it had me feeling very old, but it also it made me go back and listen to that album, all killer, no filler. And Hadn't listened to that probably honestly in at least like five years. I mean, it's been a long time. Nothing has really said like, hey, you got to go listen to the entire album. So I did. And like clockwork, I knew every chord, every lyric of every song for an album I hadn't listened to in years. And so I wanted to know from you guys, do you have albums that you know of where like you could throw that album on tonight? And you hadn't listened to it in five years, six years, 10 years, something like that. And you know, you would know every single word. All killer, no filler surprised me. And I guess now listening to to it, it shouldn't surprise me because I love that album. I loved Sum 41 back in the early 2000s. Like that was a band that I loved. There's a lot of Blink-182 albums that I think I could do that with. I know a couple of Newfound Glories albums I could throw on. I would know them like the back of my hand. Are there any albums like that for you guys that stick out where, you know, no matter how long it's been since you listened to it, you would know every word?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, another the Jay-Z's Blueprint album turns 20 on September 11th. And I anytime I put that album on, which is usually like every couple years, something will remind me of it, whether, you know, you hear it in a movie or something like that, because, that album is so classic it's so old like you'll just hear it in random movies and stuff so i'll go listen to one song the next thing i'm listening to another one but yeah like dude that album i know i i like i think of myself in back in 2001 when i listened to that it's not even just like i like lose myself in that album but it's like that album specifically for me it's like the one that's i'm like yeah 20 years just takes me back 20 years
2: For me, it's the first one that came to mind was American Idiot from Green Day, which is personally for me one of my favorite albums ever from start to finish. The the completeness of that album, the genius of that album, because it was such a change of pace for Green Day. Like, Dookie's another one from Green Day, an an earlier one from them. That would be the same way. But the, the, the style of music is so different between those two. I just remember being, you know, that came out when we were in high school, American idiot. Um, so geez, that didn't help either. <laughs> um, but yeah, certainly that one from start to finish, I could, yeah. Every lyric, every chord, every, every single thing that's, that's crazy to think about. You're right. There's never, there's not enough of those moments where we get reminded of albums like that. There's just so much music nowadays, you know, an album could come out two months ago and it, it I feel like man, I haven't gotten around to that yet because there's so much other music to come up with and it gets lost. And then I'm like, oh shit, I totally forgot. I need to go back and listen to that. So to have these, un- be unfortunately re- reminded by anniversaries like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, we'll take any reason we can get, but that's, yeah, that's kind of wild to to look back on those things and not get reminded enough of the greatness of some of those albums and how they how they stick.
1: Yeah, and that's cool. The cool thing like that, but what both you guys touched on is like, it, it takes you back to that exact time when the album came out. Yeah. And I really think like music is like one of the actual forms of time travel, <laughs> you know, like yeah. if you put an album on, you can go back to that exact time and place and the experience of buying the album and listening to it and, and what happened. But um, there's not many other things in life that can do that for you. So shout out to, Psalm 41, all killer, no filler, making us feel old, but reminding us <laughs> of some good times in music. That's what I wanted to get off my chest.
0: Dude, that's cool. The The time travel thing is, is funny just because when you listen to like because I'm not the biggest Eminem fan, but like when you listen to an old Eminem song, Ooh. it's filled with references yeah. from that time. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's like so. If you're a kid and you just discovered Eminem and you hear him mention Carson Daly, Fred Durst, and <laughs> Christina Aguilera, you're like, "Who are these people?" But to me, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I know ex- I, he's painting a picture of the VMAs to me. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So. Yeah the time travel piece is interesting oh. when you're listening to like certain artists or you hear certain features on certain like rap songs and stuff like that. And you're like, "Who? wait, I've completely forgot that person exists. Christina Milian, What are you up to? <laughs> yeah. You know, you just forget, but, um, but no, that was no, that's, that's cool. All right. Well, boys, I get this off my chest and it goes into our, uh, our first topic today. Um, I love events. I love them. They're honestly the best thing in the world. And yesterday was announced Logan Paul, YouTuber slash boxer is going to fight Floyd Mayweather in Miami. I'm excited about this. All these people are like, oh, Floyd should be above it. He's one of the greatest boxers of all time. And I'm like, yes, he is one of the greatest boxers of all time. But you know what? I love events. I'm here for it. I'm here for every spectacle. I'm here for all of it. Because that's why I love sports. I love sports because of events. And I'm realizing this more and more every day as I see all the things people talk about. Some people are in the sports because they want to be a coach. Some people are in the sports because they love to break down all the math and the stats and all this stuff. It's like, I love big moments. I love events. And I'm super excited to see whatever happens on June 5th. Because it's like you can love, you can love whatever the regular sports that you do, and you can also love whatever spectacle is going on. Shouts to Triller—they put on a great spectacle like a couple weeks ago. But yeah, like you can do both. You don't have to just be like I'm crotchety sports guy and I'm mad about this and the YouTubers and blah blah blah. No, like you can like it all. And I love events, and that's what I had to get off my chest. Love events, guys—they're fun. Yeah, dude. Shouts to events and. Uh, if
2: if anybody was guaranteed the amount of money that uh, Floyd May- Mayweather and Logan Paul are going to get for that fight, <laughs> you would take a punch right <laughs> to the face and knock yourself out. Let me tell yes. you that right now. Because that's what the last guy did against Logan Paul. He was a wrestler. He had no <laughs> boxing experience. He was out of shape. He was fat. And he got knocked out super duper quick. But he woke up the next day and with his one eye that he could still open, looked at the bank account and realized this was worth it. Um, and this will have even a greater show... Around it. Did you hear did you hear Oscar De La Hoya on any of the prelims of that? Oh, oh my god. He was, he was like he looks like a Dedantis. Like, what? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> events. Give us more events. I
0: love it. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the whole history of that sport is like guys are only gonna fight if they're getting the right paycheck, right? Like so yes. Floyd. Floyd has only ever fought for one real reason for the past like decade or however long and it's money. So if they're throwing money at him, obviously he's going to fight. Why wouldn't he fight? And they're like, Hey, you're like the greatest boxer ever. We'll pay you millions to fight a kid on YouTube. Like (laughs) (laughs) normally when they're like, we'll give you millions. They're like, you got to fight somebody legitimate. Now they're like, you got to fight a YouTube kid. I don't know much about Logan Paul. The one thing I saw was like, he's had one career fight. So if I'm Floyd Merriweather and you're saying I'm going to get that much
0: money to fight him. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. I love every, I just, I just love it all. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with all all of like the ridiculousness and I just don't understand why people get so mad about it. Like it's entertainment guys. Like I imagine they're going to add DJ Khaled performances to this. Like yeah. Justin Bieber <laughs> performed at the last Paul brother fight. Like, why not? Like,
1: let's, let's just,
0: just, just do it. I hope Snoop is doing, I hope Snoop is calling the, the fight. Like I, I want it all. Like that I just was great. Yeah, love all this, like everything there. And also in the serious thing, I think everything they're doing with these fights, I think that like, eventually you're going to see the other sports, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, they're all going to be taking things from this because you're, I feel like we're learning a lot more about like, how we do like to have fun when we watch things, you know, we don't need the same announcers that we can't even tell who they are. It's really Mm -hmm. like Tony Romo. And then who else? I, I like, I don't know anybody else, everybody else's voice on CBS, like sounds exactly the same. We talked about
2: this with the announcers before. You're exactly right. Like the whole Nickelodeon thing and what they did with the NFL game. Not everything needs to be as serious as the masters on CBS. And like, like that's part of that environment, but everything else should, people should have more fun with it. Especially now that betting's involved and everything like that. Like loosen up a little bit.
1: Now, now I'm picturing a Nickelodeon broadcast of the masters.
2: Oh, let's go. And like Uh, slime every time the ball goes in the hole or like it comes uh, out. Dude. Let's go. Turn every body of water into slime, like a slime lake. And it's just like TM,
0: TM, 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 <laughs> TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. Oh my God. All right. Well, I want to talk about events because there's some big events going on right now because we're at that time. Big boxing fights coming up in a couple of weeks. We got a Kentucky Derby on Saturday. We got the NFL draft. Um, boys, what event is there any event that you're like, I want to go to this one huge event that is like an American staple, a world staple, whatever it is? What's one of the ones you want to go to?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Um, I I have to go to a Rose Bowl at some point. Ah. I, I mean, like, no matter who the teams are, every time you see the Rose Bowl, I mean, you have the Rose Bowl parade, you have the pageantry of the game, and then, like, something about that camera shot when they come back after halftime and the sun is going down over the mountains and there's just a Rose Bowl packed of fans. Like, I have to go to a Rose bowl at some point in time. And uh, at some point in time, I'm going to have to stop waiting for Pitt to actually be in it, to show (laughs) up at it. Cause I don't know that that's going to happen.
0: Good thing. You know, somebody who lives out there, I will, I will go to do any Rose bowl. Cause the Rose parade stuff, everything around the Rose bowl is like so much fun in itself. Like going to see, cause you can go see the floats before, like, the parade, so, like, a couple of days before, like, you can just go see them, and seeing how crazy everything they do with roses and all that, and all the flowers and shit, super cool, but... That's cool. But, yeah.
2: Speaking of the Rose Bowl, the venue itself, the second greatest thing you could see besides a, a Rose Bowl game is uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, and <laughs> 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 Dean and I were lucky enough to, to do that, so... <laughs> don't hate, uh, the Rose don't Bowl, hate that option.
0: Again, I'll
2: be there. Don't hate that at all. Uh, for me, this was very clear very obvious and one that i plan to do and i will do and it's wrestlemania it's wrestlemania
1: i thought you were going to say coachella because it's been canceled
2: <laughs> <laughs> see now what uh, six years ago that certainly would have been number one yeah. on the list and i certainly would have would not have predicted being there four times uh and most likely going one for the thumb <laughs> next year <laughs> times have we said this is the last time
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, the last time it's been holding out three years right uh but for me it's it's
2: definitely wrestlemania the the greatest spectacle in all of uh, sports entertainment just so happens that they're going to be in la in a couple of years and so that might be the one the one specifically to go to i think they're there in two years but always been intrigued fascinated i think it might depend on the seats though Um, you know what I mean? You're in a football stadium, but you're watching something that's literally 12 yards by 12 yards. So just put that in perspective of a football game. You're just watching it that small. So yeah, you have the screens and everything like that, but obviously the environment itself is, is super duper cool. So WrestleMania is always one that's been on my list.
0: Mine is, I want to go to a huge fight on Singo de Mayo like that week. But it also has to do with, the, I mean, honestly, the reason I haven't gone to one is because I can't afford the seats that close. <laughs> Cause that, it's really the same WrestleMania problem. It's like, yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't want to sit so far away from these two guys in this ring, in this arena or huge stadium or whatever. I'd rather watch that at home. You know what I mean? Or with a bunch of people at a bar or something like that than right. like, but if I ever get a chance to be like close enough like I'm jumping at it in two seconds. Like I just love to be in a huge fight single to mile or Mexican independence day in September is always when the huge fights are going on. And I just, I just would love it. Cause like, it's, it's one thing about boxing. It's like, and I think mainly because growing up, like boxing is,
2: He froze for you. He froze for me. He's frozen. Yeah. Okay.
0: He had a great,
2: uh, interesting point he was gonna make there. Yeah. Weren't we in Vegas on Cinco de Mayo for like a big fight night? We were. Yeah, when so. we took when we when we took you there for your surprise
0: was like for us was never like the biggest thing. But when they're <laughs> okay, he's right, back. okay, <laughs> I'll
2: be back. You're back. What <laughs> happened? I'm back. Ah. Lost you in time there.
1: I, so I don't even know what you left off with DD, but well, now he's frozen again. So
2: Wow. Um, so boxing for him. Did you have another one, Chris? Mine, I had I had, uh, I had two backup ones that were – we just talked about the Masters. I think it would be cool to go to a Masters yeah. one year, get some pimento cheese sandwiches, <laughs> and then the Grammys. Um, since I've already attended Coachella, I think the Grammys would be cool.
1: Yeah. I didn't even think about like those – award shows that's an interesting one the other one i had was like i don't even know if it necessarily counts because it's so like conditional but like i've seen the stanley cup presented in person but it wasn't to my team right (laughs) so it's kind of a bummer (laughs) so i would love to see the first stanley cup presented to my favorite hockey team um and that's got a cool event to be part of like for in the sports world like when the stanley cup is in your town and they have all the media in and like set up all the tents and there's like live broadcasts outside the game and all that kind of stuff. It's a very cool, uh, experience to, to go to one of those games, but I would like to see my team win in person. That would be cool.
0: Yeah. I
2: wish yeah, what, I kind just... of want to see like five, five times. And they've never wanted at home.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> and I was at like, the, can we get one? <laughs> the, it's been presented once in Pittsburgh and we yeah. lost that game. And then I was at a game six uh, in 2016 where all signs looked like we were going to win that game. And then we did not. So one day.
0: Yeah. I wish I could like make it so that I could go to a game seven of anything for and you know honestly teams that i don't even like because i don't want to be i don't want to be there if it's my team in game seven you know what i mean like i just i have no desire to be there for game seven but like to be in a game seven for nba nhl like whatever like that would just be awesome and especially if i had no rooting interest and i'm just out there just like go team yeah (laughs) yeah like i am
1: yeah. Thinking like, back to the Rose Bowl, I think it would be better if I didn't have any rooting interest. in it. Yeah, right. You could just enjoy it, be relaxed. Like exactly. That, that might be the best way to do it.
0: Yeah, that honestly is the best. That's literally the best way to do it. Like, you know, hopefully maybe Wisconsin will be in or something and like you won't care who wins. But, yeah. you know,
1: well, my wife has been to three Rose Bowls and she they lost all three of them. So she like hates the Rose Bowl. And now yeah. that I'm thinking about <laughs> yes. it. Like, yeah, it would be terrible if your team lost every time you went there.
2: Because then you just start thinking about how much money you spent.
1: Yeah, like, to see them lose every year you're
2: just, right that trip you're home just, that flight home it's just like oh uh,
0: why do we get out here again yeah, <laughs> yeah just, oh man that's just, just nothing worse than that because i mean we went to the final four and uh west virginia lost the duke by like a billion points and we knew it was over in the first like 10 minutes because duke was it was just because duke set at the time set the record for most threes in, a, in the final four game right and we knew at the, we we're just like all right well it's over it was, you know, it's it, so there was like yeah. a thing to it where it was like, okay, well, at least it wasn't close. So like we knew they lost, so like we yeah. could have fun. But it was also like, damn, guys, like I wish you could you know, let us enjoy the game for a little bit more <laughs> than you know, the five. Not to, seconds. Like,
1: not to like terribly tangent this, but do you think there are some fans that uh like some some Buffalo Bills fans that went to all four Super Bowls in a row, mm-hmm. yeah, like, witnessed that. We got to get one of those sure. people on the podcast and talk to them. Would love to
2: have that conversation. Oh yeah. My God. yeah. I that's gonna be would. the
1: worst experience ever.
2: Yeah. Cause I've been to one Super Bowl and thankfully it turned out well. <laughs> and I don't know if I'll ever go back <laughs> to another one because it was the it was the greatest one for me. And I couldn't imagine going there and walking out losing like the Arizona Cardinal fans did that night.
0: <laughs> oh. That's the worst when you just get snatched away from you Mm -hmm. because me watching that game at home was like Cardinals won. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like no rooting interest. Like I'm not a Steeler fan. I'm not definitely a Cardinals fan. And I'm just like, wow. And then you just get it ripped away from you. And then you have to watch that same clip every time there's any NFL moment.
2: (laughs) The next six months. Yeah. Oh
0: God. Yep. yeah but uh but yeah that was fun boys um i've been to the kentucky derby it's a fun event by the way kentucky derby is a good time
1: i've heard horse races are very underrated like the whole infield especially if you're on the infield, the infield party yeah.
0: yeah yeah whether you're in the infield or you're dressed up out you know in the stands it's either way it's just it's just fun it's a bunch of drinking especially if the weather is good that's one of the things especially with the kentucky derby sometimes it can be trash weather oh yeah luckily for me it was not trash weather it was like too hot in louisville that time when i went but like but man when you get good weather and it's just in in like this time of year it's and everybody's just ready to let loose it's it's a good time are
1: there gonna be fans this
0: year i don't know i it's so hard to i'm so hard to keep track i i I hope so i hope there are there should be some anyways Like, I don't know what the infield is going to look like because the infield is usually just like everybody packed in like sardines. But like, I don't Mm -hmm. maybe there'll be some people somewhere. So hopefully, hopefully. All right. Well, boys, let's get into our next uh, topic here. Um, (laughs) This story I saw in the middle of the night and had to send it to you guys because there's a guy in Japan who's dating 35 different women. And uh, now he might be facing jail time because he told them all different birthdays just to get gifts so he's being sued (laughs) for fraud and i gotta ask you guys does this deserve jail time does this deserve jail time or are we like you know you just got to take the l ladies you lost like just just take the l
2: There's no way this guy deserves jail time. It, he deserves <laughs> a medal of honor or whatever, because this is borderline genius to do something like this. So I'll give them different birthdays that are close to the date. So you get all these different gifts. No. Um, yeah. Ladies just take the L you got, you get fooled. You got scammed. That's, that's life. That's tough. No way this guy should get anything, but a slap on the wrist and kind of a wick and wink and be like, this is pretty smart. It's, it's pretty smart little move there. <laughs> it's genius.
1: Yeah. How is it? How, how is that possibly jail time? That's ridiculous. Like, it's not like, I don't know. I Like, sometimes people ship, it's like, this happened with Didi, actually. Uh, you guys bought stuff for sertia and accidentally shipped it through Amazon to our house. Yes, And like, true. we didn't go to jail because of that. We got a freebie. Okay. And you guys were like, keep it. And then Amazon was like, you know what? You don't even have to to pay us back. We'll just pretend it never happened. I feel like this is like that situation. I mean, sure. It happened 35 times, but like, come on, that's ridiculous. You can't prosecute this guy just because he had the smarts to try this when like, I don't even think any other guy had even thought of doing something like this.
0: It's innovative to think about it i
1: don't endorse it but it's innovative
0: 35 that's uh, 35 i feel like is the problem but like it's not a it's not jail time because even if a girl was doing this i'd be like you know what she's a genius also this makes me think the most about like when you go to a bar and like you know you buy a girl a drink or something and like you think she's gonna talk to you and then like she doesn't and this is something that my like that my great girlfriends in life have taught me never to do that because they would get me drinks from dudes who would buy them drinks and they would just hand it to me and then walk away. So I I would drink for free. Some dude just got scammed and I'm like, do my friends deserve to go to jail for that?
2: That's certainly happened. Somebody's done that more than 35 times. (laughs) (laughs) They might do that in a weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a Friday through Sunday.
1: Didi's metaphor was way better than mine. I want to go with Didi's yeah. and uh, that should Yeah, because we've certainly been on one or the other end of that situation before. And that's just life.
2: Also, yeah. the guy must be super charming if he's getting gifts <laughs> from all these women. 35, you gotta be one charming son bitch. That you're early enough in a relationship. Oh yeah, my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks. And then they get you a gift. How many times did it not work out? (laughs) That's (laughs) the question. I mean, all these girls, he must have been, he's a good looking, charming little fella there. And they all got him gifts. This wasn't like over 35 years. You know what I mean? This was done relatively quickly. Yeah. And
1: I think like what I'm most blown away about with this story is being able to date 35 women. in in relatively at the same time in the age of social media, like how, how do you not get caught? Right. Like, right. I've often thought like you, you, you know, you could never like in today's day and age, like if you're dating a girl in college and then you meet another girl, like even if you didn't like try and hit on the girl, somebody takes a picture of you and it looks like you were, then your relationship is over and you're screwed. Right.
0: So how does this guy do it with 35 women? That's unbelievable. He just, I wonder if he has 35 Instagram accounts. <laughs> Cause then we're, then it's turning into like a whole different thing. But like, I don't know how you can possibly do this. Like 35 people from 35 different friend groups. Like, I don't know what city this was in. Oh. Hey, maybe it's a city with a billion people. Cause I know you can't do this in Pittsburgh. Is. Hell you, I can't do this in LA. Like I, cause I, I just know too many people who you'll go to a party and it's like, wait, how do you know this? How do you know them? How do you, you know what I'm saying? 35 is a lot. Like if I put 35 of my friends here in a group and like me and Siobhan put our friends in a group and like some of them will know each other from some thing. I don't know what, but something. Yeah. And I don't know how that happens.
2: <laughs> so this happened in Japan um the guy is a part-time worker with no fixed home um he's 39 years old goat i mean it's just (laughs) complete genius um and how you keep track of all this like that's gotta be some serious calendar be like all right i'm going out with this girl on this birthday and you have to keep track of when you told her are you just making it up on the fly or is he's got all planned out i mean it is it's just it's genius it Excel. is. He doesn't deserve jail time, fraud, anything like that. They also it said uh, the total number of victims stands at 35 with the possibility of more coming forward. So I <laughs> we'll have to get an update to see if that number grew at all.
0: <laughs> That's Thank so you. many people. 35 and more. Wow. God, I, I want because I don't want to like I, I want to praise the guy, but I'm also like he probably is like a sociopath of some sort. Oh, yeah, he is a a,
1: <laughs> he's a grade A asshole. But yes. like at the same time, you know, maybe yeah. he has a career in in project management or something because that's unbelievable.
2: Well, his job was uh and part of the reason he met these women was he worked for a marketing company selling hydrogen water shower heads and other products. And then he made, them very clear, made it very clear to them that marriage was going to be on the table. So, yeah, little little psycho, to say the least. Great A asshole, like you said, Chris, but no time. No crime.
0: No time. Just great A asshole. We get to make fun of him on the podcast. That's what he <laughs> <Right>. gets. <laughs> All right. Uh, another thing, guys, I uh, want to get your thoughts on. Uh, there's a chicken wing shortage. And get this. The price of chicken wings is up almost a full dollar on average Ooh. in the United States. Like the average price for chicken is 181 and right now it's at 275, I think that's what it said. So we're almost a dollar above the average price and they're like a lot of places are just like we don't uh, like boneless wings pushing boneless wings pushing boneless wings because they're like we can't afford to buy this many chicken wings all the time, because the pandemic, I guess, really had more people buying chicken wings and pizza than ever before, because they travel (laughs) so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I guess now that is the, you know, it's one of the things from the pandemic is we have a chicken wing shortage now. So chicken is mad expensive.
1: Unbelievable. Like the things that you would never (laughs) guess would be a product of a global pandemic. Like, We've talked about some of the things before, you know, like it's really hard to buy appliances right now. That's, that's kind of strange. You you would never think things like that, but then like chicken wings, (laughs) I already thought like our country ate as many chicken wings as we could possibly eat. So how are we running out of chicken? Yeah, that's crazy to me. And uh, it's sad times.
2: That's, that's the question. Like, where was the balance of supply to And during regular time and how much did that get throttled over the last year where they're like, Whoa, we have a serious problem right now. (laughs) Like that's a lot. And that's a, it's a relatively specific thing. You're not having chicken wings all the time, but like you said, it travels well. B dubs had a fantastic deal going on around the final four. So shouts to them for, for that, that $20 deal, but it's so weird and such a specific item. I mean, I'm glad it's not, We're not running out of too much chicken, but it's mostly the wing, but we got to, we got to, we got to get back to working or we got to get that chicken wing supply up because I'm paying a dollar more per wing or whatever per pound per wing for, for chicken wings right now. That's for sure. Well,
1: now can we expect that there will be a rise and fall here? Because like as restaurants open up, as things get safer, people can go back to the, the places that they would buy chicken wings at, the novelty runs off. You're not having them at home anymore, but then there are more chicken wings in the market because the demand was so high that now you can get chicken wings for like five cents a wing. Is that in our future?
0: Ooh. Okay. So if all of a sudden, so you're saying like if chicken wings just all of a sudden start leaving menus, really like most, a lot of places just are like, we're just going to let chicken wings go for a while. And then chicken wings make a comeback and they're mad cheap.
1: Uh, What I'm saying is like these restaurants are buying chicken wings like double time, getting as many as they can because there's a shortage, right? So they're trying to get their hands on them. And then all of a sudden the demand drops off and then they have too many chicken wings and then they got to get rid of them. See, this is kind of like a stock market thing. I think where you got to wait for the sweet spot and then pounce on those chicken wings. Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Interesting. Really, I don't know if that made any sense
2: at all? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this kind of goes back to the other shortage we had last year was the aluminum cam shortage, and the threat that that had on the to-go beer industry because everybody was buying to-go beer. Remember that last summer? Yeah. Um, thankfully, it was never that serious, but that was just like so. It makes sense. Chicken wings and beer. I mean, we have a serious problem. <laughs> those are two top, te- two top favorites of mine right there. They're not start having it at the same time, or I'd be having some serious issues. Yeah, but the aluminum
1: can thing was like, I read about it, but I never saw it as a problem. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it never... Right. I did a bunch of beer pickups. I even went back to one of them, because you know, there's like those, if you buy from craft brews, they have like the plastic thing that goes on top of the cans, and like, I went back to them. I said like, Hey, I've heard like, you know, you guys may be sh- struggling with some of the resources. Like, does it help if we bring these back? And they were like, no, like we don't care. <laughs> so like, I think, I think some of this stuff is like headlines. Like if you call, if you call a restaurant that you know of near you that has chicken wings, are they not going to be able to deliver you chicken wings?
2: Probably not. Cause they're all going to Applebee's for these garbage <laughs> Commercial campaigns that they got running on for their bulls, which will give you—I don't even want to get—I don't even want to get into that. They're taking all the chicken wings.
0: Lay off Applebee's. Stick to your riblets. <laughs> the one thing I do think about, and um, with the cans though, and this might because maybe they jumped the gun and were like it was headlines because it was like oh my god pandemic more people are buying more beer. Maybe this ends up being a problem like years down the road because. When I first moved here, I'll never forget there being like a two minute long package on the news about how um, there was a cork shortage for uh, for wine and how there were going to be a lot more twist offs. And I never saw it, never saw it. And now when I go to get wine and stuff, there are so many more twist offs and like you see Mm. so many more twist offs. And it's like, oh, it just like took a while because I guess you got a lot of corks going around. But then. All these people because there's more people making beer now than ever before there's more people making wine now than ever before and i think maybe it's a long-term thing and it was just headlines for the pandemic but when i see that it makes me think of the cork thing because man yeah. like there are not like i feel like it's almost like 50 50 with wine now it's like one bottle you grab twist off one's the cork and it's like used to all be corks now you're like fuck that
2: hmm. that's interesting that's interesting well what's the worst thing to have a shortage of then. Oh. God. What is the worst thing? For you guys personally, what's what's one thing that if it went short, you'd have you would be buying it at whatever price and stashing it up. <laughs> uh, for me it's God. peanut butter. For me peanut it's peanut butter. Peanuts or peanut butter? If the, we uh I have a unhealthy obsession with peanut butter and so try to buy the low sugar one. Uh, but that would be catastrophic for me. Peanut butter and coffee—you take those out of my life for an extended period of time. Not going to be super pleasant to be around. To be honest with you guys.
0: Yeah, if there was a coffee shortage, it's a wrap for me. <laughs> In my whole, we might. My wife might kill me one morning just <laughs> on accident, not even know she did it. So I, I'm, there was coffee. Wow. Could you imagine America with a coffee shortage or shit, the whole country without coffee, the whole world with a country shortage? And that's a, like a realistic one since it's, it's a, you know, grown on a plant
2: and everything like that. It's not like, oh, we can just, you know, figure it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Coffee is definitely on my list. Um, this one's a little bit more out there, but it's real because we experienced it this year. Um, I don't know how familiar, familiar you guys are or any of our listeners are with, um, the supply demand ratio of like gym equipment this year, (laughs) because you can't, Mm -hmm. you still like, in most cases have to wait months until you can get gym equipment. And, uh, luckily like when everything hit my, the first thing I thought of was I need to buy weight. So I did. And I got in before all that happened, but like that, 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 that's a rough one for me.
0: Yeah, because I was trying to think of things that, like, didn't happen during the pandemic, but, like, that's a big one. Like, toilet paper. Oh, oh yeah. Like, like Why, th- those, yeah, that, that, was, that, tough to that yeah. was tough times. everybody. That was tough times. Those were, I mean, those were weird times, man. Like, I was online, like, looking like I was, like, a crazy person trying to find, like, I was on i remember being on like walmart like trying to get like a huge thing of toilet paper like at in like middle of the night because like i read somewhere that like if you go on these sites at midnight that's when they like restock online and i was on like three i had three sites open like i was trying to get tickets or tennis shoes or some shit trying to get toilet paper like serious terrified no toilet paper
2: what a wild time that we've experienced here. we started with (laughs) toilet paper gone through aluminum cans and now here we are with chicken wings we just need some normal society back here, people.
0: Yeah. Whew. Man. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan, let's get into uh this taste test thing because uh uh you got mystery twizzlers sir.
2: I did. Uh we had these on Brunch Court a few weeks back. Found them at the grocery store this past week, the Mystery Twizzlers. I believe both of you were vastly against this idea. Big time. Um, um <laughs> you haven't received your packages yet? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm I'm for it I love the the mystery thing now I haven't tried these yet to be honest with you so this is truly a live taste test and I'm smelling it and it just smells like Twizzlers I'll be honest oh if these are like grape I'm going to spit this out oh my god no you know what my mind just went
1: to is like they package them as mystery Twizzlers and they're just Twizzlers <laughs> they're just regular Twizzlers jokes places. on you they're
2: red vines hey <laughs> Smelling I'm it. smelling it. And I, there's Dan is, no, Dan is like
1: smelling this more than he would like a
2: beer that he's about to try for the first time. That's true. There's a pound of Twizzlers in this package. Like, cut back, people. We're going to have a shortage <laughs> of Twizzlers for crying out loud. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think these are regular Twizzlers. <laughs> They're just a different color. They're just this like... Poopy, purple, brown. <laughs> Try another one. Nothing. Come on, one more, one more.
1: Dan, Are I think the serious? key is you need to eat the entire pound before you can tell what flavor it is. So you should just <laughs> right. get going, and
2: we'll f- you can finish it before God, the end that's of this episode. I'm trying to figure out if it's one of those difficult things like the Oreo did Fruity Pebbles. That's, not, that's a very specific thing. <laughs> Uh, This is ridiculous. I'm pretty pissed (laughs) off right now. Nothing.
1: This is amazing.
2: This tastes like just regular Twizzlers.
1: We got to cut this and at Twizzlers on every social media platform.
0: 1,000% getting cut. This is the best thing we've ever done. You you know,
2: reading the ingredients. It doesn't tell you anything either. The ingredient is Twizzlers. (laughs) Twizzlers. (laughs) This is bullshit.
0: (laughs) 100 percent how much how
1: much did that cost what what was the
2: uh price at at the on sale for 250 well
1: 250 i mean at least you didn't spend yeah but
2: they're they're gonna go in the garbage they're gonna go in the garbage i don't even like regular twizzlers that much there's a (laughs) pound of twizzlers in here mystery my ass
0: my god well
2: if anybody else has had these and you taste something different please let me know Let us know at Brunch Breakdown.
1: What do you you think this is? Like the white dress, blue
2: dress thing? Like everybody (laughs) sees or tastes something different? Can you guess the mystery flavor? Yeah. Twizzlers. I got to go on Twitter to find out. I'm sure a lot of people are feeling the same way. This is trash.
0: The mystery is they're just Twizzlers.
2: They're just Twizzlers. They're just a different color. Like this is the actual color. This is before it gets dyed. (laughs) These wouldn't look good. To most people, if they're like, Oh no, it tastes like strawberry and cherry, You're like, really? Maybe I just had a bad one. No,
0: no, right. I really wanted him to just scream, Oh,
2: grape! Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> wow, well, that's all I got. I wish I had more, there was more lead up to that, but this is pretty disappointing. No, that was so the that's,
1: that's, that's the best thing we've ever done on this in podcast. brunch court,
0: <laughs> thousand percent. Guilty. Episode 50. All right, boys, let's get into it. What we're listening to this week. Chris, what are you listening to, man?
1: So, I discovered this band this week um, that I just absolutely love. Like, really, really good pop punk that's almost like kind of like party punk. They remind me a lot of bands like Lit and like The Offspring. Um, so i would be really curious to hear what you guys think of this band, Dan, you're going to love the name cause it's friend circle, but it's spelled F R N D C R C L. Oh, huge fan of that already. So that's right up steel city Dan's alley, um, a band called or a song called loose cannon was the one that I first heard that like it tipped me off to them. Um, really good. And then another song called famous. I want to put both of them on the playlist and get your guys' opinion, but um their their streams are like really low on spotify way too low we need to help blow this band up because they're very very good so friend circle going on the po- uh, playlist this week
0: Like i get like it love blowing up somebody let's blow it up dan <laughs> why you you still got twizzler in your mouth you want me to go you're muted dan you're muted what'd you do Twizzler took over. About now? There, there you go. Go.
2: There go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was too much Twizzler chewing there. Um, <laughs> really disappointing. I was trying to get more flavor. Uh, for me, uh, this week, I'm going to start off with uh, Chris, great friends of ours. We've put them on the podcast a number of times over the past couple months. Uh, I'm wearing their merch right now. Eternal Boy, their long-awaited album, Bad Days Are Over, comes out this friday uh i was able to listen to it early luckily enough and it is fantastic for those lovers of classic pop punk this is a band and this is an album uh for you so these are our hometown friends out of pittsburgh um chris and i our former bands we've played with them a bunch of times just super proud of of these dudes super proud to call them friends rishi andy and joe they've gone through a lot to get this album out uh, as you can imagine for a local band that's really difficult to do it's during a pandemic when you can't go out and support it on tour um, so that's that's huge for them and the fact that they 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 got this thing out coming out this Friday um, I'm gonna throw a bunch of songs on it um, you're going to regret it uh, promise is a stripped back song which is incredible they do that every once in a while 30 something um here's i got the cd right here i got the vinyl right here the aesthetic of this album the the cover is amazing um love 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 these dudes check it out um eternal boy bad days are over out this friday
0: nice we'll blow that out too heck yeah we will blow that up too this week on the pod all right um i got a song that another because i'm really you know, hashtag vaccine summer. I'm really feeling it these days. Uh, I really, I'm really ready for it. Um, Sam Henshaw has a song called All Good. And if you don't know Sam Henshaw, R&B singer, really good. And he has a song that came out last year that's on a Dos Equis commercial right now. And it is the perfect song to be drinking whatever Mexican lager that you want to be drinking outside. Yeah, I'm telling you. But this song, throw it on your summer playlist right now just throw it on there. Like you don't have to listen to the song. Just know what's already going on there. Then when you hit play on your playlist, that song will come up. You'll be like, damn, this is a jam. And you'll be like, that's it. Sam Henshaw. All good. Check it out.
1: Nice. <clears throat> uh, we were sharks is a band that I've been a huge fan of for a long time. And um, somehow some way, they released a bunch of singles last year that I just totally missed. Uh, so I guess kind of because of what Dan said, like there's so much music out there. It's hard to keep track, uh, even when you have feeds that are telling you what to listen to. But they have a new song. Uh, well, I can't even call it a new song. They have a recently released song called Shameless that I really enjoyed. So I'm going to put that on the podcast. Pod- put it on the playlist this week. Goodness gracious. Podcast. This is a podcast that has a playlist.
0: Yes. Yes. That's right. Both of them are on Corona Spotify. Premier. Corona premiere. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, by the way, I just saw an article about Mis- mystery Twizzlers. It says Twizzlers is messing with our heads. <laughs> Saying it tastes like, like mixed fruit and basically regular Twizzlers. So I'm not going crazy. Um, let's see. Where am I going to go next? Uh, Saint Nomad. Shouts out to our good friend Eric for passing this song along to me this week, in this band that I had not heard of. Um, they're an alt-pop uh, band of brothers. Um, they've got a newly released song called Stay. Uh, lots of synth sounds, softer guitar lines, catchy lyrics, and it is right up Steel City Dan Alley. That's exactly why uh, he sent it to me. So I'm looking forward to checking these guys out more, but really digging the sound. Um, kind of newly discovered Saint No Bad. And uh, their single "Stay" is what I'll throw on the playlist this week.
0: Uh, I heard this song through a friend's Instagram post. "A uh, Girl in Red," Serotonin. Oh, uh, this song yeah. is uh, like life changing. Yeah, this is a hell of a song. And then I went down a wormhole listening to their music, and uh, she's got an album coming out actually on Friday. And um, oh, I'm excited to hear what's going down with that. So, um, but yeah, Girl in Red, I literally not heard anything about this. I saw an Instagram post of somebody that I really respect their music opinion. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is a jam. So check that out.
2: Uh, by the way, if you want a good laugh, your uh, uh, song by Bunny.
0: <laughs> Wait, I, I lost you. Run that back.
2: Run it back. Did you okay. i gonna try that one more I was gonna say you're not reacting the way I thought you were. Uh if you're in for if you're looking for a good laugh, uh the single is named You Stupid Bitch by Girl in Red as well. That's just a it's very funny. It's very funny. Nice. <laughs> but serotonin's amazing. Um, nice turn turns it? Is it my turn? Chris. I think it's me. It's Chris me. Yeah. Um,
1: <clears throat> yeah. So I'm going to throw some 41 on the playlist this week, uh, which should not be surprising from the way we opened the episode, but fat lip, listen to it. Love it. One of the best pop punk songs ever written. Thank you. And
2: good night. Nice. Love that. That album is amazing. Chris. I'm so glad you brought that to light. That's it really is memories on that. Um, last one for me. First, I want to ask you DD, cause I don't want to double down any chance. Your last one is from Porter Robinson no okay well then that'll be my last one uh porter robinson new album came out last week called nurture uh uh, there's a song featuring in this british dj producer has one of the greatest names i have ever heard totally enormous extinct dinosaurs (laughs) i wish i was joking so it's porter robinson featuring totally enormous extinct dinosaurs and that's not a band that's a producer the dj from uh uh britain um the song is called unfold and it's kind of this spacey electro sound some soft vocals and they blend really really well together really dig the overall sound uh dd i know you've put porter robinson on the playlist a couple times before so i need to dig a little bit more into this album in particular i know there's some other ones that have been released already but Um, unfold is the second i heard that song i was like this is this is amazing so porter robinson Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs with
0: Unfold to round it out. Nice. All right. My last one, Julie Michaels. I'm hit or miss with Julie Michaels. All right. It's got, you know, Issues came out a few years ago. Really big song. Every once in a while, she gave me something. And then I'm like, eh, I don't know. Anyways, she has this song called All Your Exes. And I want you guys to listen to this song because... <sighs> of what it could have been. Oh, this song sounds like it's going to a certain place that gets me really excited. It's got this guitar riff going on. And like, she's sounding like she's never sounded before. And then it just turns into like, I don't know. It's like overproduced. And I just want to put this on there just to let the listeners know. And for you guys to hear what an overproduced song sounds like, because there are parts of this song that you're like, Oh my God, it's perfect. It's perfect. Keep it right here. And then it's just like, somebody walked in and we're just like, all right, now we need to add everything to make this sound like it can be on the radio or something. And it's like, and it, it just, to me, it just ruins the song, but it's so frustrating because I like the lyrics of the song. I don't hate the song, but it's just like, this song would have been so cool if it just stayed with these guitars and didn't mess it all up. But I want you guys to listen to it. It's a very interesting exercise to put on the playlist.
2: I like that. Very interesting. It sounds kind of like a shame. Um, yeah <laughs> but <laughs> very interesting okay i like it
0: just want to see if you guys if you guys understand what i'm saying yeah because i feel sure. crazy when i listen to the <laughs> song because i'm just like what are you doing well that is what we're listening to make sure you check out the sounds of brunch playlist every thursday friday on spotify whenever dan gets to it and sounds you right. know yeah whenever dan gets to it so make sure you check that out and uh thanks for listening to the brunch breakdown boys this was fun yeah yeah and we got out on a good time
2: celebrate yeah episode number 50 we made good time twizzlers (laughs) are trash enjoy everybody